This is episode number 312 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jesse Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey friends, it's Jesse. I am so excited to tell you that applications are now open for the Coach Collective. Coach Collective is our six-month business mentorship program designed to help you elevate your perinatal, pelvic health, or non-diet fitness or health business to new heights of success with six months of strategic mentorship done in small groups in one one capacity. Coach Collective enrolls only once per year, and this cohort will run from January 8th through June 28th, 2024. If you work in an online, in-person, or a hybrid capacity and really want to feel much more clear and organized in your marketing and sales plan to help you build your business and grow your business and reach the success that you are reaching, want to be reaching, that is what we do in Coach Collective. It is a strategy-focused business mentorship program for beginner plus to intermediate entrepreneurs who are motivated to build a profitable and sustainable coaching business using ethical marketing. And our focus in Coach Collective is having you experience tangible and measurable results through building a specific to you and repeatable marketing plan for you to execute for your online and or in-person offers. So go to link in today's show notes or programs.jessiemundell.com slash coco and you will find the application there applications are only open for a few days and the spots are really limited we are enrolling on a rolling basis so as those applications come in so get yours in right away if you are interested in joining us in the 2024 cohort of coach collective Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of To Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell. And today we're so lucky to have my friend and coach collective member Anna with us on the podcast to talk about lots of things, including her experience in Coach Collective, our six-month business mentorship program over 2023 that she has been in, and also just the changes that have occurred in her business in that time period that I'm really excited for you all to hear. So Anna. Thanks for being on the pod. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Do you want to give everyone a little intro to you, your business now, the type of work that you do, and then we'll dive into what has really changed for you over the last year? Yeah. So I'm in a little town outside of Little Rock, Arkansas, and I have a local gym here that 
is private, just I work out of it. Yeah, I have the in-person side of my business where I work with uh, women specifically. I do a lot of pre and postnatal. Also have some online offerings that thanks to you in the Coach Collective group. Yeah, cool. Okay, let's rewind. Take us back to a year ago. So let's say October, November, 2022. And what was happening in your business at that point? And why did you at that time decide to enroll for the 2023 cohort of Coach Collective? Yeah. So, um, since starting my business five years ago, this November, so like this week, I have worked with a couple other business coaches and, Although I did learn things, I didn't feel like it was the best investment for my business. Um, But I was also at a point where I felt really stuck and I knew that I needed some outside help in order to get some new ideas, try some different things. Um, Because at the time, my in-person business was thriving, um, but I was working a lot of hours and starting to get to that point of burnout. And I've been in the fitness industry for 12 plus years now. So I have definitely had those times throughout my career where I feel a bit burned out with in-person and then I kind of shift more to online and kind of have gone back and forth with the two. But I really wanted to create a better balance of having these really strong online offerings having the in-person side, because I really do love that side of it and getting to interact with people in person. But I knew that where I was a year ago, I could not keep doing that for long-term because it was just too many hours that I was trying to manage with, you know, having three kids, my husband, and just trying to live (laughs) normal life. So Um, I was a little bit hesitant to start with anyone different because of the experiences that I had had before in the business coaching realm, but I've obviously been following you (laughs) for a long time and have a lot of mutual connections. And after like really kind of looking over the coach collective and, you know, reading more about how much you talked about, um, instilling our values into our marketing practices, that was really a huge push for me because that was super important for me to be able to like maintain in my business. That was kind of the thing that really pushed me to sign up for it. And I am so glad. (laughs) So yeah, I think that kind of covered all of like the before starting. Um, I was definitely just in a place where I was like, I don't want to burn out again. I love doing what I do. And I knew I needed to change things up, but I just didn't know how. Yes. And I think that's really important to mention that, you know, so many fitness professionals or health professionals are wanting to move to online coaching and wanting to do that in, you know, probably even a greater capacity than they're working with in-person people. But for you, you love working with people in person. It's so fun and energizing for you and the work that you're doing at your home gym is so specific in the way that you work with folks so we really needed to figure out a way that you could still maintain coaching in person as the primary means of your business but also add on ways to support your revenue ways to support your capacity through online offerings so that has been yeah a big part of the work that we have done 
Yeah. Okay. Tell us though about the work that you had done in other business coaching programs and what didn't hit, what wasn't, you know, worth it or move the dial for you. The first one that I did specifically, uh, I would say, even though I look back at that point in my business, like I was, it was literally in the first six months of my business and I had no idea what I was doing in the online space specifically. So like, this is very new to me. I had done a lot of remote coaching, but not, you know, much outside of zoom sessions and stuff like that. So the thing that I feel like I did gain from that, that was helpful was learning like email systems and, you know, very basic stuff like that, that I was like, what I have to do this. (laughs) So I will say it was helpful kind of getting those things set up, but when it came down to it and I actually ended up like ending that business coaching situation early because it was just there were things that were happening that were way outside my values and it made me feel super uncomfortable. And I was really, you know, like I said, I was really, it was really important for me to not feel like gross in any sort of uh, marketing aspect because I genuinely do care about people and I want them to get better. And I don't want them to feel like shame and stuff because we know the fitness industry does enough of that. The next one I worked with then was pretty heavy on the value side. And I feel like it was super helpful in helping me like learn how to use my voice a bit more from a business standpoint. And I really appreciate that. But organizational or like organizing my business and the offerings wise, it was really lacking in that area. I feel like the coach collective did like it was like the perfect mesh of the things that I felt like I was really missing there where another thing that I was really hoping, and I think this was like one of the main goals that I put on like my intake form was I want to have like uh, a plan in place for the year years ahead that I don't feel like I am running around with my head chopped off. And I was able to do that. I feel like I have a pretty solid schedule now that like I've been able to set boundaries uh, as far as like in-person stuff goes and not like overworking myself and still really enjoying it. And then having kind of like a good timeline of when I'm offering certain things throughout the year. And obviously that changes (laughs) as uh, launches and stuff go, but that has been so awesome to be able to like mix those things in there and have my values, like be the main priority around all of it. That's so cool to hear. Mm -hmm. I was thinking before this about back in January, 2023, when we were getting started. And one of the first things that we were doing with you was just getting you to change your pricing structure (laughs) for your in-person coaching. And then on the last call you and I had together, we're planning out the next couple of launches and deciding you know, different tiers of these online offerings and how you're going to market them and the lead generation strategies for them. And we're just, yes, so far ahead of what, where we were starting, not even a year ago. Yeah. And I think like the different marketing strategies that honestly, like when I take a step back and look at it, I'm like, this stuff is so simple. Like, why do we, why do we not know this? But like, I literally would have never been able to like figure that stuff out without like you kind of helping support me and like, give me those ideas. Like, Hey, why don't we try this this way instead and see how that goes. 
And it just like, it makes so much more sense in my mind too, to be like, okay, we're not just focusing on this one thing here. We're actually looking at like the steps ahead too. And I feel like every business owner needs to know how to do that. Um, but I was definitely lacking there. Like I was just like one thing at a time before and like, okay, I guess I got to schedule the next thing. And even though I do still fly by the seat of my pants a lot, <laughs> it feels so much more organized. And that's really a nice feeling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And as you mentioned, there's so much more to building a business, an online, a hybrid business than coaching remote sessions alone. And that's what we are trying to do in Coach Collective with the folks that we're so lucky to work with is really build the foundation of all these pieces. So it's so solid because only then can we start to really flourish in all the offerings, the marketing, the sales plans to come over the next year, but in the next two, three, five years to come as well too. Okay. So you mentioned some things, but what else would you say has really changed in your business or how you think about business since being in coach collective? Um, I think the, one of the things early on too, that was super helpful for me, especially like with the in-person side was being able to set boundaries with my schedule and being like, nope, these are like, these are the days and times that I am, you know, working in-person sessions or doing remote sessions or whatever. Um, And outside of that, like I have these specific scheduled times for being able to work on the online side and doing, you know, setting up email automations and things like that. Cause before I was like, you know, I was feeling so burned out with the on or the in-person stuff. Cause I was doing so much of it that I was like, when am I ever going to have time to work on the online side? So being able to set stronger boundaries there. And I think my clients actually appreciate that too. Like, I don't know that they really recognize it a whole lot, but, um, I mean, I'll send out communication to them. Like when I was shifting some of those boundaries and they're like, yes, go you. (laughs) And it's so cool to have like people like that are totally in your circle, really supporting you like that. And I think that really helps me like appreciate them a lot more too. And like really enjoy working with them because, you know, it's not just so one-sided then. So yeah, the setting boundaries I think was extremely helpful. And I mean, so much has happened over the last few years, just in our world. And there's a lot of times where I'm like, I just want to go crawl in a hole and not, I don't want to acknowledge anything, you know, like I have the privilege to be able to do that. And I know that's like, it. it's awful, but I feel like you have been so good at helping us be like, no, like these are the things that we believe. And it is important for the people that like follow us, you know, on social media or or on our email list or whatever to know that like, we do care about these things. And it's not that we're taking sides or anything like that, but like these humanitarian efforts are extremely important and they do go hand in hand with our businesses. And that can be really tricky to walk that. I feel like, cause there, like I said, there are just many times where I'm like, I want to just avoid all of this because it can feel really uncomfortable being a white woman talking about these things that like, 
you know, I'm not necessarily involved in, but I do think it is important that we're saying something about it. And I, I don't think I would have had the confidence to do that without your help and kind of just like leading the way on that. Yeah. Wow. That's really, yeah, it's really beautiful to hear. I was just posting in our Facebook group the other night for our coach collective group. And I just think it's been so cool to watch you all show up in these ways in your marketing, in email and social media when these really heightened times of crisis are happening in our world, which they are going to continue to. And like you said, (laughs) the easier route would be to just not talk about it and not address it and to pretend that our businesses have nothing to do with what's going on in the world. But when you take responsibility for, for just knowing that your clients are humans, And they are having their own lived experiences in the world Mm -hmm. that we have to. We can't avoid it. We can't pretend like it's not happening. We have to address it in some way. But how do we do that with sensitivity, with a culturally aware lens? And like us as white women, how do we do that in a way that we're not inserting ourselves into the conversation in a way that is unnecessary and unhelpful? That's a tricky line to walk. And again, it would be easier to just step outside it and avoid it but like morally we also know that we cannot do that at this point yeah and I think it like speaks volumes too and I have people reach out like after I do share certain things or whatever on social media like you know, that it's meaningful to them that they know, like my values are showing through and even just posts that I'm sharing, like, I don't necessarily always have to say something. Um, and that's important to me because I'm pretty genuine (laughs) as far as like you, you get what you see with me. And, um, yeah, I think it's like, you know, just, I'm sure you probably feel this way too. It's like people that we follow on social media or just, you know, in general, if they are silent about these things, I feel like that speaks louder and not in a good way. So thank you for helping with that. Cause that again is uncomfortable, but I think important for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on all of that. Okay. I'm interested if anything was coming up for you again, a year ago, as you were registering, as we were getting started, were you nervous about anything, scared about anything? What were you hesitant about with starting? Um, you know, I think my husband and I were actually just talking about this the other night, like with imposter syndrome, because he was like, do you ever feel that anymore? I'm like, yeah, I don't know that I ever won't feel it you know, at some point in my business, but anytime you invest in yourself, it can feel scary. I mean, I definitely had some hesitations where I was like, shoot, is this the right thing to do right now? Like looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, there's, there's no <laughs> question about it. But I think like having that imposter syndrome of like, okay, I want to, I, I do want to invest in myself. I want to be able to do all these things that I want to be able to do with my business and to be able to help more people. It can just feel really scary at the same time to be like, am I capable of all of that? Yeah. Yeah. Trusting that you will show up to it and 
that you will continue to work at it, that you will have to do the uncomfortable work of changing things in your business and changing how you operate. Yeah. That is scary. Yeah. And it can feel so vulnerable too. Like, you know, like we do the nutrition coaching stuff too. Um, and I feel like it's very similar fitness, any of that stuff where these things are so personal that like having to like really dig deep on different things in your business. Yeah. It can feel really hard to talk about it with other people. Cause it's like, Oh, is this the right way to do this? And I mean, I feel like the coach collective group was so it, like, it's so great seeing other people in similar businesses and seeing all the things that they're trying. Um, and just like, that shows you like, we can all do it differently and we can all be successful at it too. And that's really cool that like, I think it's important to know that there's just not one way to do it. And I think that was kind of the, you know, like the gross marketing stuff that I think most of us probably learned early on where it's like, here's how you do these things in these steps. But it's like, it can't be like that because we're people and the people that we're working with are people. <laughs> That's not how we function. So yeah. Yeah. And on that note of vulnerability, I still feel this with working with business coaches in my business too, but it can just be really hard to be like, I'm struggling with this and my business kind of feels like a mess in these areas. Yeah. But if we're, it's like going to therapy. If you really want to see change and growth, you have to be really honest about what's going on or the coach, the mentor that you're working with can't fully help you. So I just always appreciate the vulnerability of you and the other coach co collective members just saying, this feels hard. I don't feel like I'm doing a good job here. This feels messy. And I just need to tell you so we can devise a better plan. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's like, the recent launch that I had that like didn't go as great as I wanted it to, which happens. And like, I know that happens, but it's still like, it still sucks. And it like feels like, oh, I didn't do enough or like I should have done all these things differently or whatever. But it's so nice having other people that are in that with you and they understand. I think like owning a business can be so lonely. Like, yeah, so lonely and having other people, uh, that, I mean, like the others in the group, like I love all of them. Like, I didn't know, you know, outside of like social media, I didn't know who most of them were before we started. And now like, I'm like constantly following what they're posting. And like, we talk on Instagram and stuff all the time and having people that like genuinely care about like you and your business and how things are going is so cool to have. And I think like everyone needs that kind of support when they're in this lonely <laughs> land of business ownership. Yes, it's so real. It is when you are the one, even if you have team members or contractors, maybe it's just you and your business. But even if you do have people in the business, it's still like you're still the one leading yeah. the ship and everything yeah. lands on you. So to have people that really get what that can feel like and can support you in that emotional roller coaster is vital for your success to continue to keep going. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Okay, can you tell me what you said to me the other day about your business growth over the last year? Yeah, so I'm not the greatest with numbers. 
years, but my husband is like always keeping spreadsheets and stuff and tracking things much better than I am. Um, it's on my to-do list of things to work on, <laughs> but, um, he is also a, an amazing cheerleader and has recently let me know because again, I probably would not have otherwise that like year to date my growth is up like 42 percent it's really crazy to think about that because I remember thinking like I don't know I feel like a lot of times we have this like number in our head like oh if I could reach that like that's when that's when mm -hmm. I'll be there <laughs> you know him like actually quantifying it like that I'm like oh okay I guess I can celebrate this a little bit, which is like hard for me to do, but um, yeah, it's like hearing massive increases like that is pretty cool compared to a year ago. I was just so stuck feeling. Yeah. 42%. That's outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> do you feel proud? Yeah, I am. Yeah. And it's, Good. I think the other thing that is like really great, it doesn't feel like I'm doing as much work as I was before. And like, I'm still working, you know, full-time type hours for sure, but it doesn't, I enjoy it a lot more because I have created these better boundaries. And I think that is so helpful. Yeah. On the day-to-day, -day, the week-to-week, -week, you're not drowning in the business. Yeah. And of course, there's going to be times where we're pushing harder, we're promoting yeah. harder. And so it feels more intense, but we do want to find a way that we can exist in this thing and live the rest of our life too. As you said, you have three kids, a marriage, and just a full life. So how do we do how do we do all the things in a way that we feel like, okay, I can keep going. This is mostly sustainable. Yeah. And I think, you know, just the way that you encourage us to have like to schedule in, you know, whether it's like downtimes or quieter times in our business. And that doesn't necessarily mean we're not making money during those times, but I think that has been extremely helpful for me too, because it, for me, I like to work hard. I like to make money. Like for me, it's a good challenge that I enjoy doing. So it's hard to turn it off and to be like, it's okay to let things just kind of run and take some time to myself or with my family and, you know, enjoy that side of it. Yeah. So I think it's like, you know, it's kind of weird that we feel like we need permission for those <laughs> types of things, but I think it's helpful. Yeah, so necessary. Okay, lastly, what would you say to anyone who might be thinking about Coach Collective but might be on the fence about it? Do it. <laughs> I I get the being on the fence thing, like 100%. Because it, again, it, it's just scary to invest in yourself and to know like, what if, what if this isn't a good fit for me? But I think the thing with coach collective is that like you, even though it's a group program, like it's so individualized for each of our businesses. Like we're not given these cookie cutter plans or, you know, things to go off of. It is so 
personal and helps us lead from like, you know, lead our businesses personally. Like, I just think that is really hard to find elsewhere. Yeah. Just the support. Like if you like cool people, like you should probably do this. <laughs> There's always so much laughing. Like it's a lot of fun. So. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. It's been the best. It was it was the time of my life to also meet you in Toronto this year at the in-person event and Evan, your husband. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah. It's just been a delight to work with you and I'm excited to be connected with you forever to come after yeah. this as well. And maybe someday we'll be neighbors. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my gosh. Okay. I got to tell you about this coyote last night after we wrap up, but anyways, Anna, thank you so much. Thanks for being yes, on the podcast. Thank you for having me. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 